Today's episode of Blocked on Magic is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a set of 10 uniquely beautiful diamond rings, and they're available now exclusively at BlueNile.com. This exciting collection of truly unique, limited-edition diamond engagement rings is available now only at BlueNile.com. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 9th, 2021. My name is Philip Ross, I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can find me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, a big return. One that we have been waiting on for a little while for the Orlando Magic appears imminent. We'll talk about that. Plus, we'll talk about what the Magic's real goals are now for the rest of the season. It's still twofold. We'll talk about what I think the Magic should be aiming for um, as they navigate the rest of the season, regardless of uh, playoff positioning or not. And then, of course, we'll preview Tuesday's game against the Portland Trailblazers. The Magic start a four-game West Coast road trip. But before we, do th- t- before we get to any of that, I do want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're searching for download podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Portland Trailblazers before Tuesday's game? Check out Locked On Blazers. Want to get a, uh, an update from Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers? You can check out our good pals at Locked On Bucks. No matter what your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college too, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. It has been a long time since we have seen Al Farouk Aminu on a basketball court. I was actually, when I was at the Magic game on Friday uh, against the Chicago Bulls, I noticed the last guy on the court before the players took the court working with, I believe it was Coach Mike Batiste, was Al Farouk Aminu, just going through his paces on his own. Now, I, was, I wasn't at Tuesday's game against the Toronto Raptors, so I don't know if that's an occurrence that's been happening over the course of the last few weeks. But to me, this could very well have been the first time Al Farouk Aminu had been back on the Amway Center floor since he tore meniscus in his right knee on November 29th. It very well could have been the first time he was on that court. And for a guy, again, November 29th was more than a year ago. He had the setback that required that required surgery in January, more than a year ago. It's been 14 months since he's played basketball. And while I think there is certainly fair criticism for the Magic's decision to sign him in the offseason of 2019, the fact of the matter is the Magic did not even get the chance to fully implement him or fully integrate him into the team. He played only 18 games with the Magic during his uh, first season with the team. And there were some struggles. But undoubtedly for a team that has lacked stability, that's lacked kind of consistency defensively, lacked a strong defensive presence, Alfred Camino's absence has been noted among the many injuries that the Magic have faced this year. 
getting Al Camino back, in my opinion, and entering the season, I felt like Al Camino was due to have a, bi- a big turnaround season and to play a major role for the Magic without Jonathan Isaac on the court. He's a big body to defend pretty much any position, is smart defensively. He's the exact kind of player the Magic want, you know, want around. Yes, he struggles to shoot, but overall, his defensive acumen has made him a starting caliber player in this league. And with all the other pieces the Magic had, he would have fit in really well, especially with that second unit, which is what the Magic ultimately designed for him. The Magic had him as insurance in case Aaron Gordon or Jonathan Isaac went down so they could always have a switchable forward on the court. And his absence was felt last year as much as it's being felt this year. On a human level, him returning is such a big deal. Just, just I mean, forget the basketball stuff. Forget basketball fit. To see him have to go through this injury that took more than a year off his career. A year of his life. And for him to finally make it back, that's that just makes you feel good. That just makes that should make everyone happy. It is a good thing that he has made his way back. Obviously, we want to see him produce on the court and want to see him get back to those levels. And it's gonna take a little while for that to happen for sure. But having Chief back, having Al Fruccamino back, having another, you know. Weapon, you know, another option for a team that's struggling right now is so important. First, let's stop here then and say it's not clear yet whether Al Aminu will play in Tuesday's game. All indications are that he is on his way. Aminu was officially removed from the team's injury report for Tuesday, suggesting that he will be available. He went through all of practice on Monday, his first kind of full full practice where he was able to do everything. And Steve Clifford said after practice that, you know, barring any setbacks or barring any soreness um, in the morning, it looks like Aminu will be available to play. Again, I cannot tell you how good of news this is. I'm going to try, though, because this is a podcast and I can't show you anything or do anything other than speak. The Magic's defense with Al Farouk Aminu on the floor last year was, in a word, very, very good. Now, early in the season last year, obviously, the Magic's defense was good. Um, you know, there's there's no denying that. It was, it was very good. Until Aminu's injury on November 29th, the Magic had a 104.1 defensive rating. They finished the season at 109.2. That tells you how far the Magic were falling off the cliff. With Aminu on the floor, the Magic had a 100.1 defensive rating. Again, I that is really good. Giving up a point per possession is really good. Um, especially in this league in this day and age. The Magic's whole thing where they weren't scoring and weren't was working because they weren't giving up any points either. And Alfred Camino was a big part of that. It's not just that on-off number. It's 100.1 with him on the floor, 104.8 with him off the floor. Again, both numbers are very good defensively. So again, it's, it's, it's not just about Aminu, but... He did a lot of really good things there, too. He trailed only Jonathan Isaac last year in deflections per game during the time that he was playing until November 29th. He averaged two two deflections per game, according to NBA.com, and as I say all the time when I cite deflection stats, Steve Clifford and his coaching staff 
treat, uh, track def deflections differently than NBA.com. Further, there's a whole lot more to this. Opponents shot 45.4% against shots that Aminu defended. Virtually, according to Basketball Index, virtually no players targeted him in isolation. No one even tested him. Further, according to data from Basketball Index, Aminu ranked in the 90th percentile or better in loose ball steals at 4.7 per 75 possessions and passing lane defense, five, essentially 5.3 bad pass deals and deflections per 75 possessions. These stats are stats. They just indicate something. But as I looked, when I looked at the tape over the summer to see, to just remind myself how Aminu played, you could very clearly see the kind of impact he was making. You could very clearly see that he was in the right spots defensively to get deflections and steals. That he was just a presence that offensive teams had to be aware of seemingly at all times. You could just see how good and, and just how present he was. That he knew exactly how to execute the team's game plan. And I cannot tell you how valuable that is. For a team that's currently ranked 25th in defensive rating, getting a player back that can provide this kind of stability is huge. It is a big deal. And I know I am a fan of Aminu. I think that he, does, he can do really good things. I think that this is the kind of stability the Magic need to get their defense a little bit more under control. The biggest issues the Magic have faced over the last few games, especially, has been a poor ball control, giving up a lot of dribble penetration. Aminu helps stop that because he is so good at keeping guys out of the paint, both man-on-man and in help side. And again, that's why I'm so excited for Alfred Aminu. Now, the detractors are right. Aminu really struggled last year offensively to the point where, yes, I think his offense negated everything his defense was doing. I think it was essentially a wash at the end of the day um, with, with, with how poorly he was playing. He was missing layups. He was missing easy shots. And I have confidence that he can bounce back. He's a veteran. He knows how to play. But it was concerning. And obviously, a knee injury followed. Aminu's not going to be great immediately. There's going to be some rust. He's going to make some mistakes. He's going to be a little bit, a little bit out of rhythm. The Magic, though, are going to work to get him in the lineup. Um, I think that they're not going to let him sit on the bench. They know how good and how valuable he can be. Yes, he will probably eat into some of Chuma Okiki's minutes, especially at the beginning, uh, but I would suspect that he would take Gary Clark's spot in the starting lineup as soon as it seems feasible for him to do so. But it's going to take a while because it has been 14 months since he last played. It has been a long time since he has been on a basketball court playing NBA basketball. But the Magic need him. Magic need the reinforcements. They just need a little bit of energy. You know, uh, I don't want to bring the Obama discussion into this, but, you know, I, I do defer to the coaches a little bit more on that. Um, I think Ken Birch is playing really well, and I, I understand and respect the decision not to, to, to play Birch over Bamba at the moment. Again, I also think that the Magic do need to find ways to get Bamba in there because he didn't lose his job. Um, he was hurt. Uh, he was unavailable to play. Uh, and I, I do think they need to reward the kid for his work. But 
Much like uh, one of the reasons I think to try Bamba out, this team needs a new energy. This team needs a rotation shift. They need a little bit of injection of energy. And I think Chumo Kiki gave that a little bit, but I think Alfred Gumino can really give that to this team. Again, is that going to be enough to to help the team take that quote-unquote leap and, and find consistency? We'll find out. They got a lot of work to do. But getting Aminu back is a very, very big deal. I want to talk a little bit more about what the goals are for the Magic, especially as they enter this difficult West Coast road trip. Um, as we kind of enter a phase of the season where, yes, the season is getting away from the Orlando Magic. I'll talk a little bit more about what I think are the key goals for the Magic as the trade season opens and as we get to the next stage of the season. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, the NFL is done. It's no more football. It's over. But there's still plenty to do. There's plenty of sports still on. Golf is getting going. The Masters is just a few weeks away, a few months away. College basketball is heating up. I know a lot of you are watching that. And of course, the NBA is on every single night. And if you want to get in the game, betonline.ag is the place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Whether it's college basketball, the NBA, or whatever sport you're into, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online. They're your online sportsbook experts. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. It's no secret that this season has gone off the rails. Um, or, or not gone off the rails yet, but it, it's, it's sinking very quickly. Um, the Magic currently rank 29th in the league in net rating. They're actually only a few hundreds of, of points per possession ahead of the Minnesota Timberwolves for the ignominious place of last uh, and that's a product of a lot of blowout losses. But the mag- but essentially, this would mean the Magic are the second worst team in the league. Um, they, their record does not reflect that yet. Um, that is certainly true. Um, the Magic are in this weird place where they are playing like one of the worst teams in the league. And again, since Markel Fultz's injury, they have the worst net rating in the league by about four points per 100 possessions. They are bad. Or they're playing very poorly. But... They are still very much in the playoff race. Just a game back of the uh, play-in tournament and a chance to make the playoffs. If the NBA's vision of this play-in tournament was to give teams something to play for deeper into the season, uh, so far we got to say that it has been successful. That a team like the Magic that, by all accounts, you know, season's drifting toward a finish before it really got started because of injury. By all accounts, this team shouldn't be in the playoff conversation. Yet, here we are. You know, even the Washington Wizards, even the Detroit Pistons are still thinking about the playoffs. And maybe that's just the fact of the Eastern Conference. But it's still too early in the season to make decisions about 
giving up on the season or giving up on the playoffs or, or anything. There's still a lot of basketball to be played. And while, yes, the outlook looks poor, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's going to be easier that it's going to happen. I've never done that in this case. The outlook looks poor, but the Magic are not in a position to give, give up the ship or to give up on the, these things. But I do not blame anyone for looking a bit ahead. I do not blame anyone for thinking what's best for the franchise and how to move forward. And while I don't believe that tanking is a positive thing or something that this franchise will do, we're certainly in a period where it's clear something has to change and it's clear the Magic have to start positioning themselves a little bit better for their future. Honestly, what I'm about to say is not anything different than what I've said uh, in the offseason. Um, I, I do think that Jeff Weltman did not accomplish what he needed to accomplish this offseason. I felt like one of the things the Magic had to do was they had to uh, set the table for their future. Even with Jonathan Isaac out, I thought they needed to make their future vision of this team much clearer. And again, maybe the pandemic had something to do with this. I'm not going to completely blame them for it. Playing a season where you knew you weren't going to have a lot of practice time, a shortened training camp, and all the craziness that this season has already had, I get I get the, the, the thought of being conservative. I get the thought of deciding to be a little bit more cautious uh, and, and, and seeing if you could catch some teams unaware and, and take that next step you're hoping to take with the same roster growing together. That's that's not unimportant. As much as people are making fun of continuity, the best teams have it. Now, you can definitely go stale, which may be happening, but continuity in and of itself is not a bad thing. Again, like everything else, it's how you use it. It's how you use it. How you implement it. Whether you take advantage of it or not. And so I think that this is another opportunity then to take advantage of something. Essentially, this season is no longer about the 2021 season. Yes, I still think making the playoffs would be a nice thing. I don't think the manager should give up on that. But that is no longer the primary goal. Maybe that was never the primary goal. The primary goal is setting the team up for the players that really matter. The issue that the Magic face is that the two most important players on the roster, the two most important players to develop, the, t- the guys that the Magic are essentially building their team around, are both on the bench with torn ACLs. Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz are the future of this franchise. And they're not out there to play right now. And that, just like last year when Jonathan Isaac went down with the injury in January, that has made this season feel very purposeless. And I don't think you're necessarily wrong to feel or think that. What is the point? How are the Magic supposed to advance and take their next steps, and it was the same way last year, if these important players are on the bench? And that's what this season's about, is, is finding that purpose This Magic team, this Magic front office does not believe in a long-term rebuilding plan. That is not what they're doing. 
They're not about to turn things down. They're not about to just collect a bunch of draft picks and start over. The reset button is not getting hit. At least not the hard reset. Not the erase everything and start over reset. With Fultz and Isaac back next year. This is now about making sure a season that like the one that this one is about is shaping up to be doesn't happen again. That if the Magic are going to the lottery this year, if the Magic are to have one of the worst records in the league, that they can solely blame the injuries for it. That this is not something that will happen again. The Magic want to make any trip out of the playoffs a one-time thing. This is supposed to be temporary, not repeatable, and not part of a plan to repeat it. Now, I'm not saying don't accept the draft pick when it comes. If the Magic have one of the worst records in the league, it's because they're a bad team, and that's going to be some. there's going to have to be some reckoning for that. But part of what the Magic have to accomplish the rest of the season, with the way that they build the rotations and the players they focus on, is building a roster to support next year's team. To support Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz coming back. To play a style and have an ethos that will maximize their talents. And yes, probably ease them back into the swing of things as well. This is, of course, a whole lot easier said than done. And yes, the first place to start is to play Mo Bamba at all. Not just a little bit, at all and figure out if he is a piece that can fit this team. Because I th- think at this point, we do know what Ken Burch is. And Ken Burch is solid. Again, I think Ken Burch has played very, very well. But this season is so much about this team's future, and especially the 2022 season. They've got to find their way to play. And even if it doesn't necessarily build wins, build confidence in it to buy in for next year. We want to talk about familiarity? Get some buy-in on the guys that are going to matter for this team next season. Because in essence, the Magic are a team that should feel that this is just a one-year absence. That with Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz healthy, with Aaron Gordon potentially healthy, and again, who knows what the trades will be, but he's, he's definitely on my list of guys to potentially trade. That... With Nikola Vucevic playing at this all-star level, with Jonathan Isaac and Marco Fultz healthy, with your draft pick coming in, there is no reason that shouldn't be good enough to make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. That There's no reason that shouldn't be enough to take what they accomplished last year and take it to the next level, to take it to that next step, or just to get back to where they were. And so this season is about setting all that up. It's not about tanking. It's not about winning or losing. It is, it's, it's about winning, but it's not about losing to improve draft position. It's about putting the team in a position with the confidence, with the players, with the roster that can make them better next season. It's going to take everyone. It's going to take players playing better. It's going to take players on this roster like Chumo Kiki and Cole Anthony and Mo Bamba proving that they are worth keeping around and worth fitting into what the Magic are trying to build. It's going to take Jeff Weltman making smart moves, whether at the trade deadline or in the offseason, to supplement the roster better. That is something that I don't think that he has done, and that's part of the problem with the Al issue. 
as much as I do like Alfred Camino and as much as I do think that he filled at least a need, it was not the need for the Orlando Magic at that time. And the Magic, I think, are paying for it right now. The Magic are setting up not their long-term future, but their short-term future and building a team that they want to grow with. That's what the season is now about. And the players that don't fit that vision, well, they need to be moved either at the deadline or in the offseason for players that will. We'll talk about the Magic's game Tuesday against the Portland Trailblazers coming up here in just a moment. But first, here in Orlando, we need to drive our car. It's it's foggy right now as I'm recording this, uh, so got to check those those dimmers, those headlights, make sure they're working okay. Probably get those wind those windshield wipers checked because you know fog can get a little little wet and misty. And if I were to fix all this by myself, there's only one place that I would go to get the best parts that I need, and that's RockAuto.com. They're a family business serving auto parts customers online for the last 20 years. So go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why? Spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than Me. This week, Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discuss the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. Subscribe to the Locked On Presents podcast feed on the Radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. Definitely be sure to check that out. The Orlando Magic will open a four-game road trip on Tuesday against the Portland Trailblazers. It's going to be a game that is... Uh, Portland's always been a difficult matchup for Orlando. Um, they've always favored you know drop coverages and... Dame Lillard eats drop coverages uh, for breakfast. Um, this is a Portland team that is, you know, still a little bit unbalanced. CJ McCollum is still out with the foot injury. Um, they don't have a lot of size, but they have a lot of shooting between, uh, of course, Carmelo Anthony, Damian Lillard, Anthony Simons, the Edgewater product, um, Robert Covington even as a stretch four. They have a lot of guys who can spread the... Gary Trent, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about him. Um, Rodney Hood off the bench. They have a lot of guys that help spread the floor and are able to hit from the outside and, and, and really put pressure on your defense because, again, Damian Lillard is just so good at both being a, a passer, uh, taking up space that, that's given to him, as well as hitting shots from everywhere. If he wants to score, he's going to score. Um, and the Magic know from their experience that they're not really going to do much to stop him. They don't have a lot in their quiver to, to stop a guy like Damian Lillard. Um, Nikola Vucevic has just, you know, this is this is one of those point guard matchups that Nikola Vucevic has historically struggled with uh, a ton and just tr- tremendously struggled with. 
Um, the Magic have done a lot of drop coverages in the last game against the Chicago Bulls. Um, they did more drop coverages in that game against the Bulls than I think I've seen for much of the year. They've been a lot better about pressing and blitzing those screens, and that's gotten them into a little bit of trouble too, but it's been different. Uh, they've mixed up those pick-and-roll coverages. They're going to have to do that a lot in this game. I, I don't think they can drop in this game. If that's the plan to drop, Damian Lillard's going to drop 50 on them. That's that's the reality. Um, he is coming off a little bit of an injury, but he looked no worse for the wear and a loss to the New York Knicks uh, over the weekend. Um, but this Portland team, despite their ability to score, will give up points, especially three-point shots. Um, uh, they don't have a lot of size. They're running Ennis Cantor as their center. Don't have a lot of size behind them. They have Harry Giles. They have Robert Covington. Um, and so this is a game that the Magic are going to have to be able to get the ball into the paint, both off the dribble and to Nikola Vucevic. And if the Blazers are going to double Nikola Vucevic, he's got to be able to whip the ball out to the perimeter. Um, it is always too reductive to say that the Magic need to make shots to win this game. But the Magic need to hit three-pointers to win this game. Um, those three-pointers are going to be there. They're going to be defending. They're going to be swarming Nikola Vucevic. Um, they're going to be trying to get the ball out of his hands. The Magic have to make the Blazers pay for that, those mistakes. They have to make them pay for doubling down on Vucevic. That's what they didn't do in Saturday's loss to the Bulls. That's what they did do well in Friday's win over the Bulls. So again, Orlando's got to do the very basic things that they do. They got to contain the ball, which they've really struggled with. Um, And that includes staying in contact enough with Damian Lillard to contest a shot. I suspect it'll be James Ennis that gets a call on Damian Lillard, not Cole Anthony. Um, But again, that makes the magic small uh, elsewhere. You know, maybe Cole Anthony's chasing around Gary Trent Jr. around. Um, you know, uh, you'll probably have whoever's playing power forward, whether it's Chief, whether it's Alfred Camino, whether it's Gary Clark guarding Carmelo Anthony when he comes in into the game. Um, it's This is a weird matchup for the Magic. Again, I think if the Magic were at full strength, that they'd have a little bit of a better shot. But without some of these key players, Orlando's going to have to find a way to create mistakes. They're going to have to play more energetic def- defense than they played in a while. Um, they got to be pay attention to the details. I mean, again, that's a big thing for me. Pay attention to details. Play with energy. Play with attention to detail. And yes, you can win this game. But Portland's got a lot of the advantage, and it's going to be very, very tough, especially with the coverages at the Magic Run. Tip-off is at 10 o'clock. I'm hoping to have the podcast up for you uh, in the morning on Wednesday if you don't get the chance to watch the game live. You, of course, follow along on Twitter at OMagicDaily for a little bit of Magic After Dark, and we'll have a complete recap on the next episode of Locked on Magic, as well as full coverage on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himalaya, Google, Spotify, and all the ways to podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore me. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, of course, follow us there on Twitter at OMagicDaily. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Ross and Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. This podcast was brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. 
Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a set of 10 uniquely beautiful diamond rings and available now exclusively at BlueNile.com. This exciting collection of truly unique limited edition diamond engagement rings is available now only at BlueNile.com. 